Hello and welcome back. I have some very special guests with me. When you think of hip-hop, this duo comes to mind as they've released some of the greatest rap albums that are on shelves today. Both can hold their own when it comes to lyrics and beats, but when you put these guys together, they can make a rap that'll put anyone under the table. Let's welcome the infamous Havoc and Prodigy of Mob Deep. How are you guys today? What up, what up, what up? What up? Thank you, thank you too, man. Yeah. So you guys are on tour. How's the tour been going? Amazing. Amazing, man. Just, uh, you know, getting out there, going overseas for the first time in a long time. It's been great. We're non-stop touring all day. Has it felt like, you know, it's been 20 years since Infamous come out. It's been over 20 years since you guys been in the game. Does it feel like it's been 20 years? Uh, man, not to me, not really, because this time be flying like crazy. So to me, it don't feel like it. But when I look back, you'd be like, damn, 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> so let's go back to when you guys were first starting up. What got you into hip-hop, and who would you say influenced you to get into the game? Well, major influence for me was uh, Run DMC, LL Cool J, you know, the Juice Crew, Jungle Brothers, Bismarck, like Coogee Rap. You know, those are yeah. the ones I was listening to. Ice Cube, Too Short, N.W.A. Cube is dope, man. Yeah. Cube I, I got love, some of the most I, classic verses. Like, yeah, I love Ice Cube. Uh, yeah. I love his acting, though, too. Yeah, he's, his acting. He's, he's funny. He's a funny guy. He's dope, yo. He's a funny guy. What about you? What influenced him? Oh, uh, man, you know what I'm saying? All they used to play was hip-hop around my way, so, you know, that's what I was just, like, kind of born into. You know, you know, the artists that I used to listen to is the same artist that Pete mentioned, you know, Run DMC, Juice Crew, Big Daddy Kane, all these people. You know what I mean? And um, I just looked at the video, you know, same music video box back in the days and was like, I could do that. It just started writing. So how'd you guys come together? How did Mom uh, We met back in high school, you know what I mean? Um, back in, uh, I believe it was eight, 1989. And uh, we had mutual friends. And uh, he, we was both spitting at the time. And you know what I'm saying? It looked like we could make a good group. And we just, you know what I'm saying? Put it all together, you know what I mean? call yourself the Poetic Prophets. Why the name change and how did you come up with Mob Deep? Uh, the Poetical Prophets, that was like in the in, in very beginning stages. We were still trying to figure out ourselves and figure out our style. And, you know, the name, we just we wasn't really feeling that name. I don't even know how we came up with it, but we <laughs> wasn't it, really feeling leave, it. Yeah, leave it to me to come up with the name. I, I, I admit it, I came up with it, but... It's you a know. dope name, but it was like, it didn't fit us. Yeah, like, nah, you know what was, I mean? that wasn't us. It fit us in a way, but it was more to us than that, though. You know what I mean? So, Mob, we used to always say, yo, if we see a group of people, we used to be like, yo, they mad deep, son, they mad deep. So, we just took the two words, Mob and Deep, and put it together. Right? When you think of hip-hop, Mob Deep is right there with some of the biggest names. Thank you, bro. Now you're on your 20-year infamous tour. Let's talk about that a little bit. What were some difficulties with making the album? Difficulties? Uh, I wouldn't say that we had any difficulties making the album, really. You know what I'm saying? Our back was up against the wall. You know what I'm saying? We just had a prior release to that that, you know what I'm saying, didn't do too well. And, um, you know what I'm saying, we didn't have no time for any difficulties. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We uh, got with Loud Records, and we went in there to do what we had to do. And we just did it. Now you guys had some You've had some impressive names On your tracks You know We'll go back You got Raekwon Method Man Ghostface Killer Nate Dogg Nah it's just to name a few 
who went in, you heard the verse, and you guys were just like, wow, that's that's crazy how that just came out? Uh, well, Nas is definitely, you know, an incredible writer. So every time we had did a drink with him, I was always like, you know, like, wow. His verses were always dope. But, um, you know, all of them, really, you know what I mean? Cool G Rap was one too man when we did a song with G-Rap the realest on the Murder Music album yeah that was ill he bodied that verse that I, was I, dope I, I almost want to go back and just redo my verse over like <laughs> you know what I'm saying every time I hear it but you know it is what it is how many times do you guys say you would do that when you hear a verse you feature on a track and you're like man I can't get topped on my own track I gotta go back and rewrite this <laughs> right that, I that, mean that never that rarely happened like I it, mean it happened to me all the time Robin with Pete so you know I'm used to it look, you know, <laughs> it, it was like rare though like cause everybody was killing it man it was just in that zone like you know what I'm saying everybody brought their A game there was a song um, it just it came out last year we had Busta Rhymes and Eminem and there's a funny story behind it um Busta sent the song to Eminem And then he sent it back And Busta listened to it And got so mad Because he said the verse was so much better than his That he punched a window in his car Then he did it and sent it back to M And then M did it and sent it back It was like a two month thing Busta told me that story <laughs> Busta told me that story Because he actually played it for me in the studio Before it came out Crazy And he told me that It's just funny Like He just Back and forth You know So much goes into stuff like that man. It's, Sometimes it's, I feel like that though I, I I felt like that sometimes, you know what I mean? Rapping with Nas and certain people. I'm like, damn, you gotta, you gotta step it up. Shine in the next one. Whoa. All right, so Shook One's part two. Everyone knows that song. Everyone that likes hip-hop, likes rap, they know that song. Even people that don't, it was an 8 Mile. Obviously, it was in the last freestyles. It was a huge rap song. What was the process of making that song? Man, Shook One's... We had made Shook One's when... uh. We had took our equipment from my crib in Hempstead, Long Island, out to Queensbridge for a little while just to change the scenery. And um, that was one of the songs we made while we was in Queensbridge. So basically that was just like, I think I was on the block one night with the twins, just chilling outside, little Hab boys. And we had went upstairs to check on Hab, like let's go see what Hab doing. Went up there, Hab was making this ill beat, it was shook on him. He was like, yo, this is crazy. He was like, it's all right. You know, had that humble. Like, he was like, it's all right, it's all right. You know what I mean? I'm about to work on some new shit, though. He was like, nah, 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 nah. That's the one right there, son. Did uh, anybody, when you made that, did anybody come up to you and be like, yo, can I get on that? Because it was such good beat. It's a great beat. Nah, that was top secret. We, you know what I'm saying? We just was making shit for ourselves. Nah, we, we, we ain't really playing for no, nobody. Yeah, we wasn't throwing nobody on there. Only people that really heard it was like our friends, you know what I'm saying? We would play it for them, see how they would react. Last one here. When you look at hip hop today, who do you really like? Who do you dislike? Stuff like that. I mean, hip hop today, it got a lot of um, new dope, a lot of new dope artists, a lot of a lot of whack artists. But it it been like that. Yeah. Even back in the '80s, '90s, it was always like a lot of dope artists, a lot of whack artists. You know what I mean? It's just so much more oversaturated now, so now it's yeah. more whack artists. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's crazy. Right, um, and anybody could upload a song to YouTube and become a sensation with some bullshit, acting like a retard, like, you know what I mean? So It's, it's, it's hard for a lot of our generation to get into the new music because we're so used to 
what it used to sound like in our era. It's like a, it's like a di- it's a difference now. You know what I mean? So and change is inevitable. Yeah, there's nothing you can do about it. Like you know what I'm saying? But it, it is hard for a lot of people to like accept it. You know what I'm saying? And you got a new album coming off. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, the new album is on its way. We've been working real hard on it. Uh, you know, we we got uh, been working with Alchemist. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? Trying to do a whole project with him for the first time. Yep. So that's that's something different. But we taking our time with it though. We don't have no title for it, or no release date or anything like that. All right, thanks guys for joining Thank us. Been an honor interviewing you. Word up. <laughs>